For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. All right, all right, all right, everybody. I apologize for being a little bit late. Um, we're waiting for somebody to join in the wings here, but I do have somebody else with me for, um, you know, absolute worst case scenario if he doesn't show up. Um, hopefully everyone's having a fantastic weekend. It is a very, very cold and snowy and miserable motherfucker here in Pennsylvania. I know I shouldn't swear within the first couple seconds, but that's okay. Um, so anyways, if you're looking to get all jacked and tan, much like myself and my guest, you can go to tigerfitness.com, the link below to get all the world's greatest supplements and the stuff that i exclusively use and go to drink slash in liberty and health all one word for the world's best electrolytes and also the greatest coffee fox and sons coffee go to foxandsons.com and use code kyle at checkout for a discount and let steve know that i sent you um we'll kind of see how this goes if the guest that i had scheduled today mr alan flanagan shows up he shows up but uh if not um you still got an entertaining show either way um, might be a little less informative, but uh, you guys will enjoy nonetheless. So uh, I guess without further ado, let's rock and roll. What is up, everybody? My name is Kyle Matovic. I am the host of the In Liberty and Health podcast, where we talk all things liberty, health and wellness, and beyond. My hope is to encourage and spread the message of liberty and physical and mental well-being. I hope you enjoy all the topics we talk about with our guests. We're on all major streaming platforms, so please sit back, relax, and enjoy. Man, I'm doing as good as anyone can do getting buried by his 13-year-old son on leg day. <laughs> I'm not going to apologize for not being on this podcast because I got to go see Metallica. So if that's a problem, kiss my ass. Okay? I am. <laughs> all right. Oh, what's up, brother? How you doing, man? Dude, I'm doing good. It was my uh, squat and uh, bench day yesterday. Uh, I, I I went for my uh, 305 bench, and when I lifted it off the rack, I'm like, I'm not feeling this. <laughs> Put it down. <laughs> that is the worst. That's the most, when you most know that you're like, I'm just not going to get this shit. It's like whenever you go, all right, I'm ready. <laughs> and you're like, you, you bring it out, and you're like, and your arms start shaking as you go down, and you're like, oh, fuck, yeah. this one. At that point, it's just like mental. But yeah, dude, dude, it's great to have me back on. Uh, I wish, I hope our guest six to show up. I was really excited to talk to him. But you know, we we were talking in the pre chat and just kind of shooting the shit. And I was like, if we just get to shoot the shit for the next hour, I'd be happy with that. Get to talk. Yeah. I I ha already I always have like coming here with like lifting like topics that I want to hit because I shit that's been pissing me off for the past couple <laughs> weeks that I've been seeing. I already I already had a couple in mind, but you know, excited. Well, dude. Well, yeah, you know what's funny is that I actually when I had our uh, our hopeful guest on last time, we talked about Liver King, and uh, one one yeah, it was literally before or after here. before or after um... <laughs> it was it was right after he came out and said oh, okay. not Natty like and uh, it, I, I'm pretty sure he said something to the degree of like well you know the normal take and I actually really enjoyed his thoughts on this is that like. The original take that pretty much everyone had right after Liver King came out and said, oh, I'm not natty. Everyone's like, well, yeah, no shit. Like, you don't get this fucking big if you're not natty or like if you're natural. Like, this does not happen. Not exist. 
Yeah, yeah, and he, but he was like at the same time like the people who believed him and said that like hey if I just eat raw testicle and then you know eat some maple syrup filled soup bones and yeah I I can look like a liver king he's like at a certain point you have to realize that like the people who follow this are somewhat gullible like you do have some responsibility there's there's realize, a point like, where it goes bullshit. beyond gullible like exactly. there's like right. it's it's actually is crazy and like I, hell we'll just go right into it because it's been I have been <laughs> in it so like any other lifter slash bodybuilder slash mm -hmm. you know average gym goer my instagram feed and and like for you page is all just like dudes lifting like <laughs> memes about lifting and like and then also yeah. just like dudes posing for like bodybuilding and i would guess that 95 percent of people like in the fitness community on instagram claim natty mm -hmm. and it like life not just natty <laughs> lifetime natty and they're like 10 plus years and dudes will be I, it, here's the thing it's like if you're 160 and six foot tall and ripped and like yeah. and, you, and you look i'm like whatever if yeah you can be lifetime yeah, you're natty. probably and, natty at that yeah but when you're like six foot and you're like 200 pounds and you and you have and you're literally pulling like you're like you can they, they do the thing where they pull their skin but they mm -hmm. also have not like rounded delts and like yeah. huge pecs. death I'm star like, delts as they say <laughs> yeah and then like these huge tits like and they, and they yeah. have the chiseled abs and i'm like there's no fucking you, who do you think you're fooling? And it actually is. It's crazy because you go to the comments and, and like, one, they'll never. <laughs> the funniest part that I've noticed is they all like to use emojis. Uh, I don't know yeah. if you've noticed the same emoji. They lightning, all use, lightning, like, lightning, fire, yes, fire, 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 fire. <laughs> the rocket ship, and they'd be like, it's just yeah. ten years of dedication, rocket ship, yeah. and and hard work, strong, uh, and it's just like, how many people? Like I was look, and you know, there's been like um, you got like Kenny Co. And Greg Doucette, yeah. like these guys, will, you know, they they're bodybuilders. They've been they're pretty shit. open about it. Yeah, yeah. And, and more plates, more Derek more, from more plates, more dates. They all like yeah. they've seen all different types of you know they've watched guys take steroids and get mm -hmm. and who cares? I don't care if you're on steroids. Honestly, I want to take steroids at some point. Who gives a <laughs> shit? That's the other thing I don't understand is there's really no stigma to steroids in this community anymore. I feel like right. I don't know. If, and so. To still, I think it is just a great grift to say, I, since I, if I can build this natty, if I can build a physique natty, mm -hmm. then you can build this physique natty. And exactly. that's very appealing to the vast majority of people mm -hmm. that either aren't in the gym already or yeah. are in the gym and just started and they're just like, oh, I can get, you know, six pack abs while also benching 350 and still yeah. being under like, you know 200 like being at 200 pounds it's like yeah. the, the, there's a lot of these things it's, it's a triangle you get you get to pick mm -hmm. two and one of them is being lean one of those being like strong and one of those being like uh freakishly huge and you get yeah. to pick like two of them or yeah. and, and staying natty <laughs> oh sorry staying natty is one of those like yeah yeah well like the thing is, is that typically a lot of those people too they're selling supplements and they're selling yes. programs and what is it always hey buy my program buy my turkesterone yep. and then you can look like me yep. and and like the, i think that's probably what you're getting at is like the general problem is that people sell this and this kind of goes back to like liver king is that yes. he sold the nine ancestral tenants and you know my whole feast prouder which you know he had great marketing so like you know i remember scrolling through facebook and all the time you'd see whole feast and then he'd smack the protein powder yeah. whole feast smack it and then it was always oh yeah do the nine ancestral, ancestral tenants, which actually weren't all that bad, to be completely no, honest. Like, but like, you follow these things, and you can look like Liver King, which <laughs> there's no fucking way. And like the people <laughs> that you're talking about, like, and some of them are either going to say, "Yeah, all natty," or you know, just TRT. 
uh, sup monica's what is up man thanks for <laughs> dropping by but yeah like these people basically sell their physiques and say like if you just buy my supplements if you just do this then you can look like me but like that's kind of why i like people like greg duchette um mark Lobliner, who's been on the show a couple yeah. times um they're honest like hey yeah i do steroids like this the is guy, what i take um... Uh, well, Sam Sulik, for one, he's another one that just yeah. blew up in the past year that's, like, right. very, very open. Like, dude, I'm blasting. Like, blasting <laughs> cruising. Yeah. And also, Seth Ferrosi's um, another one, yeah. Yeah, and Noel. Noel, um, mm -hmm. the big motherfucker. Uh, what's his last? Noel, it's like a crazy, weird, with the D, you know what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. Like, they call him mm -hmm. Daddy Noel. my head. Yeah, Let's oh, see. you've 100% seen him. If you look up just okay. Daddy, Daddy Noel. Uh, Daddy Noel. Oh uh, yeah, no, I've seen him. Yeah, yeah, Daddy, yeah, yeah. Uh, Noel Diesel. Or something yeah, no, like yeah, Diesel. and it's like he's uh like he's very open about it, and yeah. I and that's you, and he, they don't have any less following because they're not natty. Yeah. Like people see it and they're like, okay, yeah, one hundred percent. See, it's respectable. It's, yeah, like, and right. the thing is, like, you know, then you do you do have guys they'll be like, okay, if I just take you know three hundred milligrams of test, I can mm. claim natty because like it's still within mm. the theoretical range of a natural yeah. but i can still pump up my number some still look really good and then right. like you know it's still kind of hard for people to tell maybe but it's just like it's been getting to me because uh you know it, all of us have uh, some sort of body dysmorphia and so yeah. whenever we do look at like these guys and they claim that you're like in the back of your head you're like maybe they are why don't i look like that like maybe can i look like that and then i go no 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 there's no fucking way and maybe mm. there there are some genetic freaks out there. Some of those natural body, like the natural actual natural dudes that are actually in yeah. natural bodybuilding, where they actually do test, and it is a, it's the full thing. Like, um, oh, who's the well, um, um, Jared, uh, Lane Norton. Sorry, Lane Norton. Isn't he? Wasn't yeah. he a natural bodybuilder? Yeah, Lane was a, a natural bodybuilder, and he's still natural to say. But I mean, like, if you look at his numbers, it's insane. But when uh, Greg Duchette did a video specifically on Lane Norton, whether he was natty or not, and it's like over the last couple decades or something like that, he's gained like a negligible amount of weight. Like yes. I'm talking like less than 10 pounds of muscle over the course of like 10 to 20 years. Yes. And like, if you look at Lane, he looks fucking great, but he doesn't look unnatural. Like if you heard his numbers, you'd be like, holy fuck, there's no way he's natural. But then like when he explains like, Hey, I had this many injuries. I did all this. Then you're kind of like, Oh, well, you know, for somebody with like good genetics for strength, which I I'd consider myself to have good genetics for strength. Yeah. Um, that's not unreasonable if you are very, like if you dedicate your life to this and yes. Lane completely dedicated his life to it. Yeah. And, and you're right. It's, it's that thing of like, whenever they like pass, you know, five, 10 years, and then yeah. that that curve of of muscle gain starts to really like starts to plateau. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. when you see guy like whenever you can kind of tell guys are still natural because like they don't gain that like there's no big jumps in exactly. the ten to That's twenty what you're year range. For. Yeah, you're like when if a guy like I made big jumps and I but because my first year was newbie gains, I went from right. like a fat fuck to where I actually have some muscle on my body. <laughs> yeah, like I probably gained ten to fifteen pounds of lean mass in a year. Yeah. But it was my first year lifting. Exactly. You're going ever. to have that. If you have 10 to 15 pounds of lean mass added in your eighth year, something's not <laughs> adding to, up. Yeah, it's time to ask some questions. Yeah, and, and like maybe if you're like if you train like dog shit for eight years and you're like you weren't consistent, but if you have a and these guys like a lot of these guys are just and it's just the funniest thing because they do lean back on I've been training for 10 plus years, I've been consistent. Yeah. It's like, dude, like you in it. 
and like I'm, one of the ones that I saw, and it, like I feel bad for like, but it was like his name's Quentin Pulliam, I think is what his name is, and he's like, uh, okay. uh, if you want to pull him up, he's his physique's crazy, it's insane. I think he actually Wait, is would a, you say Quentin Quentin like Q U E N T O N uh, Pulliam P U L L I M. I think it's uh, okay. Name. Yeah, I see his name coming up here on Google. Okay, Q U I N T O N. Yeah, Pulliam. So, okay, and is he natty? He claims lifetime natty. And Greg Duzette actually did do a video on him uh-huh. uh, because he put out his, he actually got tested. He did his, he, he, and it kind of backfired on This guy is, I mean. Okay. Oh. He has a ridiculous physique. Yeah. Uh, like when, when I, that's when I like, when I see something, by the way, he's five, six, so he's really short. So okay. he's, All right. but so he did put out his, um, his test numbers. And like you would see, it would go from like seven hundred down to like, and I'm not lying about this, thirteen uh, nanograms of deciliter. So it would go from so 700. like see th- this picture on the right does not look natty. Like that is that is diced. That is <laughs> diced while also still looking, you know, full. nice and full. Yeah. That's the whole thing. It's just like, and yeah, and it gets like the, that arm picture right there on the the TikTok, the one right ne- to the left. Uh, the right. one you have no 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 the one that you were just on to uh, the, right one? to the left of, no up one up one right there there yeah. yeah i mean that's ridiculous arms for a natty like i'm just gonna yeah. put it out there like if i see that guy in the gym uh, it's just and it's something <laughs> like that this guy has millions of followers like and mm. good for him but it's just like i yeah, well, it's just like be honest about it. Like, if you are on gear, it, it, clearly at this point, nobody gives a fuck. But no it's just one like cares it, anymore. Yeah, it's like the Mike O'Hearn thing. Like Mike O'Hearn, <laughs> his thing. Yeah, his thing is he's just too far in. Like you've been saying natty for like the last fifteen years, ever since the internet. Longer came than out. that. <laughs> yeah, but like, like, but I mean, to, to his credit, like if you've seen pictures of him when he was like fifteen, he looked fucking incredible. Sebum, uh, have you seen Sebum when he was fourteen? Yeah. There's a, yeah, actually, a um, Jeff Nipper did a um, and actually did a video on how much how much muscle mass can you gain natural versus enhanced, and he used sebum as an actual. Um, oh holy fuck! Yeah, he used sebum as a, as a reference, and he was like, sebum has great genetics. Him at 15, 14 right. looked. He looked great. Like if you see, well, uh, I don't know if this was fourteen, but I mean, you could tell he was clearly younger here. Yes, there's one that he, he was like looks really young. Um, is that as it right a, there? Yeah, my sixteen-year-old. Like, yeah. yeah, and so and he started uh, like I think blasting around, like juicing around eighteen. Yeah, see, like that. Yeah. Like, dude had great genetics to begin yeah, with. Yeah, but okay. But, so, like, let's say you look up young Ronnie Coleman. Go ahead. Yeah, and so he started, and then he gained like fifty pounds of muscle. Right. Like you know. And okay. Then, well, yeah. Okay. Like, like, like look here, <laughs> fucking <laughs> Ronnie Coleman Ronnie. back. Yeah, one hundred sixty-five pounds. Yeah, he fucking looks awesome, but he has the genetics for it. Yes, and then but then the thing is, these guys get up to like he'll he, he's one sixty-five, and then mm-hmm. this naturally just this, what his body was just as yeah. he goes up to two sixty-five. So he gains a hundred pounds right. of probably ninety percent lean mass. And then yeah. he'll, you know, cut down to 230. And now he's at, right. you know, whatever he, if you believe his numbers, negative 2% body fat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, 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 they put me on a scale and they said I was like negative 2 They said 0.2% body negatives. fat. <laughs> yeah. that, that one, one of my favorite, so yeah. funny. Oh, one of my favorite things for that episode is he was like, yeah, I was leg pressing 2,300 pounds. And then all of a sudden my back cracked down. I went, something ain't right. <laughs> it's like, yeah, dude, you just like broke your back and he's just, 
Yeah, something they write. <laughs> I just love his, uh, you know, I'll just test D ball, you know, just, just the regular <laughs> stuff. <laughs> just, yeah. I love, but but just, you know, what's funny is that, like, my understanding is that he wasn't on a ridiculous amount of shit either. But I mean, like, you take somebody who looks like he did at 165 and then you fucking blast him like that, of course it's going to fucking blow up. But once again, I was, like, if you or I did that, we would never look like Ronnie no. Coleman. And yeah, there's a, uh, I was actually, there's a great, uh, Derek from More Place More Dates and Jeff Nipper. Yeah. Whenever they they were talking about this because that was when Jeff was doing research mm-hmm. for his video, so he talked to Derek, and he was like, "If you look at Chris Bumstead, he was uh, the way he respond. People respond differently to anabolics, right? Just your androgen receptors just respond. So he responded great. Like so, he like he can go on a lower dose. He can. They, he was like, mm-hmm. you know, possibly on like four hundred milligrams of test." Maybe yeah. some other, he was like, just kind of, he was like, he's like, but these other guys, they have to go up to two, three, four, even five grams mm-hmm. total. Probably of, because they're not like good responders. they have to catch up to him, even though they're still great genetics. He is yeah. insane genetics. So to, to right. catch up, they have to do something crazier. And, you know, it's, I, there's different things with steroids. I, I mean, but I feel like. For me, I know that my in my mind, I'm like, I'm not going to think about actually trying them until I'm five, eight years in, where I have mm-hmm. reached my natural limit to an extent. Like where, you know, just like you said, Lane Norton, he, he put on maybe 10 pounds over 10 years, like yeah. after his first 10 years. So right. for me, it's like, okay, maybe after eight years, I've reached 95, 98% to where I, of what I can actually reach genetically natural. Then I start thinking about, okay, I'm done having kids, Maybe I'm, uh, I'm not thinking I like, I have, I'm not worried about, you know, there's some long-term effects, but you know, those can be mitigated to an extent. Mm -hmm. Maybe start at 200 milligrams of test, just, you know, just a small, like a, just above the therapeutic, um, range. Therapeutic dose. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, just to see what, you know, what else I can push my body towards, but you know, it's just weird to see. And the other thing that really irks me is seeing like teenagers, like younger than 18 getting oh on. yeah sarms goblins as they call well them. not even the sarms but the, even yeah. kids legitimately getting on uh testosterone replacement or yeah. getting on some sort of um you know either trin or uh master uh was it master um is it mastodon i forgot what the, but um and then like or deca winstrall yeah winstrall like 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 jesus christ dude like you, are you in, still have your whole life ahead of you, man. And you also what? still have some of the best, like, right now, your, your hormones right now mm-hmm. are some of the best for actually getting started lifting to where you're going right. to naturally, you'll have, you have so much mm-hmm. tes- testosterone in your body just naturally as a teenager mm-hmm. into a young adult. You don't fucking, but it's just, it, and like, and I think the problem is the actual social media gym culture the fake natties that go on there and say once again all natty all natty and, then, yeah. and they and then these kids go like well i've been training and i can't and sometimes they'll they be think it's it. something wrong with them and this is like also kind of like my problem with a lot of nutrition stuff so like this actually kind of ties into this comment that uh phobes had left uh carbs lack of moderation lack of movement and oxidation is killing us um i'm not gonna i, I uh, carbs no oxidation what do you mean uh lack of moderation and lack of movement i would agree with those two but carbs and oxidation no but like 
the thing is, is that like when you look at like these extreme diets, when you start talking about veganism, carnivore, low carb, whatever, like any kind of diet tribe, what what do people always say? Like, oh, I saw this all the time in the fucking carnivore community. People would be perfect carnivore. They would, oh yeah, I had a whole stick of butter in my coffee with a pound of brisket for breakfast, and then like, oh my god, I, I had a blueberry and I gained six pounds. And then people are like, oh my god, you didn't carnivore hard enough. Like, you're not seeing results because you're not eating enough fat. You're not doing this. You're not doing that. And it's like, no, fuck you. Eat, eat a fucking reasonable diet. It's okay to have junk food every here and there. You shouldn't fucking compile your whole diet of junk yeah. food. But like, hey, if you have a fucking candy bar, no harm, no fucking foul. But these fucking diet tribes else are going to tell you, well, you just didn't do my diet hard enough. That's why you're not seeing results. No. <laughs> like, yeah. sometimes people just can't fucking tolerate certain things or people, th this just isn't the right diet for you. Maybe this isn't the right training program for you. Maybe this is the right supplement for you yeah. you need to tailor training programs nutrition everything to the individual it's, it's also trial and error to an extent like like there is a it's a there's a massive difference between how people respond to certain things especially training like yes some people you, you can be like hey dude i love these long link partials they're great mm -hmm. for this guy and there's yeah. honestly they'll be like in the studies like they've shown like but for maybe for you you mm. don't see the results as opposed to doing just regular, like the regular full ROM, yeah. not doing long the part. There's different stuff like that where, and it comes down to just, you just have to trial and error it. It's not, and I think mm. that's the other problem in the community is instant results to where you are like yes. thinking. Like, well, you have to have reasonable expectations for a lot of this shit too, yes. especially as you get more and more experience. And the problem is that like, if you're not, able to discern this and alan and i it talked is. about this actually last podcast then like if you're not able to discern that like hey i'm extremely trained already so like seeing results is going to take time for yes. me but like the problem is that a lot of these influencers are going to sell it as like oh if you just do this bam perfect yeah like you have to temper your own expectations of what you're going to get out of any adjustments to your training any supplement any this any that and you can placebo the fuck out of yourself. I think we might have even talked about this last time we were on. Like, uh, there was a study that was done recently where they gave people a pink drink and a clear drink. There was no difference <laughs> between them. But the people who got the pink drink, they, they, they fucking legitimately were stronger yeah, in a fucking crazy. one rep max. Like, this wasn't, it's not a fucking joke. The placebo fucking matters. <laughs> it is crazy. I mean, even just do it like, well, because it's like pre workout, like pre workout drinks. Yeah. They're not necessary. I like them. I drink my pre-workout. Oh, think so do I. Some... Fuck yeah. Yeah. But they're 100% not necessary. But they also do 100% if you be... if you for real believe in them. You can, like you said, it's just like the pink drink versus this clear drink. You yeah. can get like get better. And it, it, like there is some sort of, you know, um, chemical change. You know, you get the caffeine. Mm -hmm. You'll get some, yeah. um, uh, was it, is it L-tyrosine or what's the... There's, I mean, there's different ones that they put in there. There's, there's the one that kind of gives you a little bit of the, like the tingles, like the tingly feeling. People oh, like beta that. alanine, yeah. yeah, beta alanine, yeah. And so, that's what I take, yeah. Yeah, it's like, and I, I do I, like I the tingles. <laughs> see, I don't like the tingles, and I, I my, <laughs> my one doesn't have it. My wife takes a, a like Alani. Alani has beta. Okay, alanine. I like she Alani. Likes, yeah, she, she likes the tingles, and so, uh, but, um, and they think in that can give you some sort of mental thing to lift more or whatever. Mm -hmm. But the problem I see a lot of too is like. You, there's a guy that just came uh did you ever see the uh the video of like it was this kid in they were in the like the bathroom of a gym and they said he was like he's like the craziest uh, like sleeper build and this kid pulled off his shirt and he's absolutely jacked like crazy and he uh -huh. looks he has like a little nerdy face so and, <laughs> and so i saw a thing like they did like a um little article about him and they were like he got this he's they say he's natural or he says he's natural 
and uh, he's only been lifting for three years. Yeah. And I said, that is complete bullshit. But it's also, <laughs> but that is the thing that people see and they go like, well, you know, he looks sort of natural. Like he does it. He's not mm. crazy bodybuilder. So he could be natural. And they think, yeah. well, then I can do that in three years. So then I, if this guy, let me go see what his workout plan is or see, maybe he's right. and very easily to go, okay, if I just do this, I can look like him in three years. And mm -hmm. I'm telling like, if people don't know you can look it up, the guy is insane looking like he, it, it really is mm -hmm. like his, he has nasty lats and like, you know, he's six pack mm -hmm. abs, like with big chest and big delts. And like, it just feel it, it. It just feels like uh, predatory, and I and I feel bad that this is something that's yeah. a part of the, the culture that I like that I've gotten into, of, and I really yeah. like to I like to watch different guys and watch and mm -hmm. and learn the science behind lifting, and then you know, so just to have something like that, like a lot of these grifters, which it comes with every mm -hmm. like you, we're also in the in like the political space. The, yeah. you've, you're you're always going against these grift the grifting people. Oh, dude, yeah. Well, because I my I've I've tried to build my entire brand around no bullshit. Like I'm yeah. not going to lie to you. I'm going to give you information. I'm not here to tell you who to vote for, what to eat, how to train, how to fuck your wife best, how to get the best girl. I'm here to give you the information, yeah. and then you decide how you apply it. And that's that's what most people should be doing. Like yeah. I, I I don't fucking know. Like you know, we've spent enough time on podcasts together. I consider you a friend. Like, if I saw you in person, I'd give you the shirt off my yeah. back. I'd buy you a fucking drink, whatever. But, like, I don't know you well enough to tell you if you do this program, you're going to get results. Yeah. I don't know anybody that well enough. And, like, my audience is too broad for me to give that, you know, wide of a solution. I could tell you, like, hey, you should probably get a decent bit of fiber, get some protein, yes. work out at least three days a week. Like, that is broad enough that it's applicable for everybody. But once we start getting beyond that, like, I cannot sit here and fucking guide people through their lives. And neither could I do that successfully so like the problem is that like these influencers once again they're very very when they're being instructive that's usually when you know you're getting bullshit so that's why i like a lot of the guys like iron culture you know eric helms oh, omar yeah, esoff yeah. they're great elaine norton great alan flanagan great uh danny lennon great a lot of these you can usually tell the people who are like really good in a specific realm when they're saying like hey it seems like this they're never like straight up 100 yes. sold or bought into anything and I'm, I'm pretty sure you remember when we talked to max he was like that a lot yes too. and it's, it's it's a very much of like listen they've done studies and yeah. this is what the studies have shown like this is just yeah. and and you know and, but at the same time there is always a bell curve and a distribution exactly. among in all these studies always a distribution of hey these people responded amazing to it these people mm -hmm. responded very little to it and then there's a lot of people in the middle that kind of just <laughs> you know, yeah kevin here you got ten thousand people individual i believe in you liberty leonidas or something yeah it's... no i mean i i wish i could literally take all these fucking libertarians and just tell them like look eat exactly like i eat fucking for, for anabolic french toast every single fucking morning a shitload of lean ground beef and then fucking protein go ice cream out. for dinner and yeah and then out. fucking yeah go, go work out like a motherfucker until you fucking puke do it again every single day and then you're gonna look like me and be be fucking diced as fuck and, and be what, happy but that won't work they, it, they won't even fucking do it <laughs> and what sucks and there is kind of a um there is a pro, there is a problem no, no, let me finish this there's a problem with yeah. doing the here's the truth thing like just giving the information yeah no no and, and what else and it's not what you, it's yeah. that the truth is so simple that it is yeah. hard to 
create a ton of content for people to consume. Well, yeah, well, that, that's the fucking thing is that like you can't monetize just saying, hey, work out three days a week, get sufficient protein, get sufficient fiber. Like what the fuck is there marketable? You can about only that? you can only <laughs> tell people so long to be like, hey, track your workouts and do more than you did last week or at least yeah. or do more reps, do more weight, mm -hmm. have a better mind muscle connection or do better form. Like mm -hmm. I can say that and you, you can say that 50 different times, but it's always the same. Yeah, yeah. You can say like, hey, listen, at, at minimum, get like 0.7 grams of protein per pound of body weight. Right. And then just get that and you'll be, you'll be good. Carbs get like, you know, this much fat get, and then fat just, uh, then get this much fat and then just fill in the rest. Yeah. And it's just to get like, you know, or just, the, <laughs> I don't know if you ever uh, gotten into it with uh, the people that don't believe in a calorie deficit uh like there is some sort of hormonal imbalance that will somehow okay so yeah it's, it's basically the, the carb insulin model that's what a lot of people go they're, they're one like of the big proponents yeah good they, they'll go like uh there's hormones that can happen hormonal imbalances that will like even going eating only a thousand calories a day you won't lose weight <laughs> and it's just like you, you know what you ask those people what hormones yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what hormones specifically and then why is it that when we do studies and, and typically these are low carb people so like the person who really popularized the carb insulin model was gary tobbs right and like gary he's entertaining to listen to but he's a journalist right and yeah. he's done nutrition studies and like even some if i remember correctly some of his own studies debunked his theory and then he oh, just no. like never ran with that right so like their their idea is basically like okay well they take a mechanism and this is what a lot of people do and like this even goes into like the the whole medical treatment from 2020 2021 thing yeah. the the mechanism sounds really bad and once again i'm not proponent you know saying that people should go get it i'm just saying like the mechanism of the spike protein sounds really scary okay well what does it look like when we apply that to humans i once again i haven't looked at this research in a long time so i don't know but like this uh, the same thing that people do with the carb the carbohydrate insulin model so they say when insulin is high you're no longer burning fat because insulin um stops the yes. process of burning fat but what they don't and they also tell you that like oh well if you're on a ketogenic diet then you burn more fat okay but you're storing more fat and then when you eat a low fat diet then you're going through a lot of glycogen but also yes. Um, you're not storing as much fat. So like it still comes down to calorie balance at the end of the day. And like, if you look at studies, um, when people compare low carb to low fat, then like people who are on low carb diets, once again, yes, you burn more fat, but you store more fat because you're eating more fat. Yes. And it always comes down you to also, calories in, calories out at the end of the day. There's also a big proponent to just, you lose a lot of water weight when you stop eating carbs. Right. And well, people... and that's that's the fucking problem is that the buy-in is very, very strong because it's like, holy fuck, look how much weight I lost. Like, this has to be working. You can do a week of yeah. if you do a week of keto, you yeah. will lose eight to ten pounds, if Easy. not, if not more, mm -hmm. easily. And and yeah. you, but you also feel like absolute dog shit because your body <laughs> yeah. is like releasing. You have no glycogen. You'll have mm -hmm. like because you're not getting replaced. That's the whole point. There's yeah. a very uh, strong uh, thing to after you do a workout to eat some right. carbs because it replaces right. your glycogen that you just right. that you just spent during your hour and a half workout and so yeah. you actually it'll help out your muscles you'll look fuller but like and so but and then after that it just comes down now a lot of people do lose weight on on keto because they just eat less calories because carbs well, yeah, you're no longer getting hyper palatable foods and that's the yeah. fucking thing so like um phobes had put it i also i also did want to uh, point out it's, it's also funny okay. whenever they do talk about the hormones it's just mm -hmm. like, then why are not scientists using this to, I don't know, fuel the entire world off our hormones? Because you're arguing 
of the reverse of thermodynamics. Like if somehow our <laughs> body creates something that goes against the laws of nature somehow, and like, and then, but no one cares about this, that we can just like, you know, somehow burn more. We can actually somehow burn energy, but then actually store energy as well. Like, like more mm. energy than we are. Like, it's very weird. I don't know. Like you can come, you can somehow intake less energy than you're burning and still gain energy in your system. It's very Let weird. Me, I, yeah. So, well, the one thing, and I'm going to pull up this graph here from uh, Ted Name, and he was on the show a while back. So, like, if you look at the overall consumption of calories, look at this. Fat actually went up more than anything else. So, this kind of goes to the point of, like, why people are so freaked out about seed oils. But, like, look at plus 462 average calories per day from 1961 to now 2013. Wow. Animal proteins and plant proteins were, like, the least, and the carbohydrates were obviously more more than protein but they still went up so it's not the fact that like everything is killing you it's the fact that we just eat so much more and we don't do shit anymore like yeah we have so many amenities in our lives now so like what the fuck is the purpose of getting up and moving around and doing physical labor when a lot of this shit is taken care of so yes. like and if you look at a lot of hyperpalatable foods what you'll notice is actually there is more calories in hyperpalatable foods from fats than there is from carbs yes. so like the, the most hyperpalatable foods are like nuts Think about like it a, is, a handful could, of nuts. Yo, dude, you could eat a thousand calories in nuts, and that's literally like this much. Yes. Like if you filled my hands, easy thousand calories is, from nuts. It's stupid. And like, you know, everybody's dads loves those like planters nuts. Like they'll just get like one of those oh, little things yeah. and they'll just like just pop them. And mm -hmm. you do not realize like nuts, <laughs> you're right, because it's crazy. And like, or like, yeah. hell, do an hour of cardio, go run, mm -hmm. go do the elliptical yeah. for an hour, mm -hmm. then eat two Debbie cakes. And it is about, honestly, the Debbie cakes might actually outweigh the 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 calories you spent just doing the yeah. the running. It is exactly very easy in today's like in whatever that's they they process shit. It's just it's in, in the funny thing is that I actually do find uh, there is an argument to that it still is better to live now even with all the highly processed foods mm -hmm. because. There's more abundance of food in the world than there ever has been, yeah. which has lifted a lot of people out of, you know, uh, poverty, poverty and starvation. Yeah. Yes. And then like people don't understand, like whenever they're like white bread is terrible. It's like, well, processed white bread has been is probably one of the most uh, like influential things on ending starvation in the world mm -hmm. out of anything, because it is very easy to make. It has a ton of calories, which is basically what you need. I mean, it's not necessarily the most nutritious, but if yeah. you're still getting in a lot of calories, you can still, your body can still kind of you survive. You can still survive. Well, like, so like, this reminds me of like Paul Saladino, right? So he did a short, <laughs> and this is like, uh, this is like the opposite of using fuck trophies for clout, where it's like, um, he went into a kid's hospital and he was saying, oh my God, there's seed oh. oils in this ice cream. It's like, look, these kids are fucking dying. Do you think they have much of a fucking appetite when they're sitting there getting fucking radiation treatment? Like, go fuck yourself, dude. Any food I, is better than fucking I found nothing. slightly to his argument. I was like, okay, mm -hmm. it is very weird that in hospitals, it is very, very unnutritious foods as far as yeah. like, it is a lot of processed foods. It is a lot of fried yeah. foods. It is a lot of like, and like, so because there's different things you can take, Paul Saldino, yeah. whatever. If you technically, hey, if you want to go eat fucking just all meat, whatever, knock mm -hmm. yourself out. You probably yeah. will. You probably, I mean, hell, you get a lot of protein. You probably can build a lot of muscle. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's probably not gonna, I mean, 
I would hate it because I fucking love carbs. I really, I, I, I'm not going <laughs> to, oh, no, dude, same I'm way. not just going to remove carbs just because Man. like, I, I don't, and I love, and I fucking love meat, dude. I was like, I mean, last night I literally had uh, a steak and then some leftover like shredded turkey. And then I had yeah. some mac and cheese, but I was like, uh, at some point, <laughs> but, but at the same time, I was like, you can take some, like, there's some grains of truth in what these people are saying of like, Oh, absolutely. Well, and that's the thing is that you need that grain of truth. Yes. And, and I, I think I sent you the one podcast that, um, it wasn't Danny and Alan, but I know it was Alan and somebody else on the proof with Simon Hill. And Simon's like a real big vegan. Like I, I don't agree with all of his conclusions, but like he's very, very well informed and very, very smart. But like they they kind of brought this up in the clip at like the very beginning of this podcast is that like, oh well the the carnivore and low carb people will always say, like, hey, we should get rid of processed foods, we eat too much of them. Fair enough. Fine. Yeah, yeah, I agree. But then they start saying, well, vegetables are killing you. It's like, okay, well, well, now we jump the shark because like every single study everywhere pretty much says like, hey, high fruit and vegetable intake is good. But there was another meta-analysis that came out that Lane had reviewed. Um, I don't have it off the top of my head, but like what they found is actually people who had the highest meat intake with the highest fruit and vegetable intake actually had the lowest all-cause mortality. So like, hey, that tells you if you're getting high meat and high fruit and vegetable and like high fiber – you have a very good diet and that's pretty much what i eat like generally and i wanted to talk to alan about this too so yeah. it sucks he's not here but like my fiber intake is normally anywhere from like 40 to 70 grams of fiber a day and then wow. usually anywhere from maybe um like 130 what, what from um like from protein bars sometimes i use a little bit of powders um but lots of fruits and vegetables so like you usually have like oranges grapefruits dark berries grapes um and then obviously like some white bread too in the morning for my french toast so i get from a whole range of sources like people knock me for my uh or well people bitch about white bread but like look dude i eat french toast every single morning and if there's a single keto motherfucker out there a low carb person who, who wants to tell me the carbs are bad for you then listen when you could deadlift 515 pounds when you can do 20 pull-ups when you can run a seven and a half minute mile when you can squat 400 pounds and when you can bench 300 pounds then i'll listen to you until then i'm gonna keep eating my fucking french toast you can shove it up your ass <laughs> did you ever uh because uh i i was following um i kind of still do uh his name is uh bobby is it um fuck I didn't... give me a second I... yeah you're good um uh, bobby is he Parrish. like a Bobby Parrott. That sounds it's, familiar. Um, it's, it's, he does before. the um, Flav City is what he's like. He's like, but he does like a lot. Of, he's basically no seed oils, no sugar. Oh my god! Yeah, I've seen this dude. Yeah, he's he's a little bit of a clown. He's like, oh yeah, no aspartame. This aspartame is gonna kill you. Yeah. Um, so he is god. like the the edge of like, I mean, even no soy, no mm -hmm. like, and it's like he's also like very into like no heavy metal, like you, and there's like something. Again, it's like the grain of truth. It's like, hey, yeah, they, they do like. As Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. What you want, like the argument about organic food? It's like, yeah. okay, is there what? What do they spray? It how how bad actually is glyphosate? Like, what is the actual? And like to me, it's like I don't fucking trust 
some of these companies. Like, I don't trust no, Montesano. I do yeah. not trust Montesano ever. I mean, as far as I can throw any Montesano rep out there, I don't trust them. Yeah. So I would, I lean toward, like, I would rather get organic food. I would rather mm. get, uh, like, sprouted breads that are not, not necessarily white breads or like Ezekiel bread. I'd rather get like, um, like maybe like there's a, like different ones that maybe do just use all organic ingredients. Like Amy's, yeah. uh, Amy's has like, is like a, they're a vegetarian company, but like, it's like, they have very good soups and like, that's what I get my son. It's like, cause he yeah. likes soup. And so we get them like, you know, it's organic. So like, but like, there is certainly a thing where it's like, what's the cost. And then what's mm-hmm. like the benefit to me? Where can I like actually, uh, because organic shit is expensive. Getting yeah, the well, you want to meet in the middle, yeah. Yeah, there's a, there's a, there's a, and like, how, like, when you start cutting down the list of things you can eat, you're just like increasing the cost so much, plus with inflation rate recently yeah. and all this stuff. It's just like, at some point, there's not a benefit that is tangible to me to, mm. and that, that I need to be so strict with my diet and so strict right. with the foods I'm eating that I can't just enjoy, you know, non-organic non-grass-fed finished 100 percent like beef like yeah it tastes good i like it it's probably well, so like the main thing when it comes to grass-fed stuff is that people specifically more low-carb people is that they freak out about like the omega-6 to 3 ratio and basically what a lot of the studies have found and alan and i talked about this on the last show as well is that like it's not necessarily the excess omega-6 that's bad for you it's a lack of omega-3 but like if you're getting a grass-fed steak for omega-3s well you don't really get omega-3 fatty acids from red meat you should be getting that from oily fish um aren't seed oils high in polyunsaturated fats aren't they a significant contributor to atherosclerosis um no you're don't take this wrong way, but your understanding is wrong. If, if Alan was on, if you listen to my last episode with Alan Flanagan, um, it was back last December. If you scroll through my stuff, listen to that show and look up Alan Flanagan because like the seed oil stuff, it, it, it's completely, people get this so completely wrong. And what you find actually when you start digging the seed oil literature is that you actually find that like they've done comparisons of saturated fat um, diets, like diet high in saturated fat, or like they fed people muffins that had saturated fat and muffins that had polyunsaturated fat. And what they found is that actually like the biomarkers and health markers and outcomes all, you know, highly were favorable to like canola oil um, and all the other seed oils than saturated fat. So like that's not to say you shouldn't eliminate saturated fat. And even Alan would say to eliminate saturated fat. But if you're like, if you're getting 50, 15 to 20% of your um, fat calories from saturated fat, probably shouldn't be doing that like that's probably a little bit high and what they actually found in studies before is that actually if you, even if you're in a caloric deficit um liver fat actually still accumulates if you have excess saturated fat in your hmm. diet even in um energy you know um even in like a caloric deficit so like i don't think saturated fat is like the devil that it's made out to be by a lot of people but you definitely don't want to if you're drinking a cup of coffee a a cup of coffee a day with like a full stick of butter in it you should probably stop doing that like that's not a good idea but like if if you have like a a, if you eat lean steaks and lean or red meat if you have a ribeye or some brisket every once in a while that's fine but like you don't want to make up your diet completely of saturated fats like you want to mix up the fats it it is it's funny because like we kind of we've known this for a thousand years two thousand ten thousand years whatever we're omnivores it was the whole point like that we can eat and we're supposed to eat 
multiple different things. We weren't just carnivores. Mm-hmm. We, and, you know, the, they'll be like, well, you know, whenever we could, we would just go out. and. But I, I can't remember who it was that said, was it? Maybe it was with Matt, whenever uh, our last podcast, but someone was just, uh, or maybe it was Mike Gibbs tell, but it's like, yeah. basically, if you, if for some reason there was a Twinkie tree out in like in nature <laughs> and it just made Twinkies, like for that, yeah. you don't think we would just be eating Twinkies? <laughs> like, like, oh, like, yeah. Because like, like, it's just how we are. Like we, we looked for the most calorie dense things we could get to eat and and fit now there there is an argument of like well seed oils we never ate just seeds we never just Mm -hmm. ate like you know it was just something that seems unnatural but at the same time like listen a lot of these compounds that make up these things are the same across a lot of other foods that we do eat and we Mm -hmm. do eat them and we're fine i think the big i think with diet and nutrition i think the bigger part with the problem with like where we see this increase in um obesity and all I, I don't like blaming one certain nutritional and you should uh, yeah I think I think lack of movement is way more important yeah. to your overall health and I think yeah. that's been actually studied and shown that yeah. just movement is mm-hmm. a way better see uh, of all-cause mortality than just what you eat necessarily yeah. like, because like have you heard some of the uh like the step studies where they've like taken people steps up from like three thousand steps a day all the way up to like seven thousand and they're all cause mortality just fucking plummets it plummets dude because like yeah. the whole we we are supposed to be like movement is something mm-hmm. that is very natural for us and like yeah you know the whole body was it was meant to move it was mm-hmm. uh and for thousands of years that's all we did we had to run we had yeah. to hunt we had to and like, and then we also, for a long time, even before the industrial revolution, even during then, it was very hard work. It was hard work to live. And yeah. therefore, like the harder you worked. And now yeah. the problem was with mortality back then was they also didn't have the nutrition to keep up with it. They right. just didn't. Well, they and on did... top of that, our environment was a lot less safe. So, I mean, like our environment's completely different. We don't have to struggle. So like you have these hyper palatable foods, we don't have to move as much. And so like our, our brain doesn't understand that this is the situation. Like our hind brain still says like, oh, well you still have to hunt and do all this other stuff to survive. But like right now we're in air conditioned or yes. heated homes yes. and we're sitting here talking to each other through a computer. And like, if I wanted to, I have a big ass bar of chocolate downstairs. I go eat and like my hind brain says like, oh, well you, you can survive for a little bit yes. longer now. It's like you've Whereas, had, you have, like, yeah. you have nutrient dense like foods that like I yeah. have enough calories. I can, my body, like the mm-hmm. body is like, Hey, we got enough food. Like, and that's still, that could send, it must send some type of message. And the message yeah. is like, you can rest. You don't have to, you yeah. have, because, but at the same time, like, that's why, like, again, like whenever you go to work out and you afterwards, you feel like you feel tired, but you feel good. Like you feel yeah. like really, because your body's like saying like, this is what you're supposed to be doing. <laughs> like you, like, good job. You worked, you, you did. Yeah. So I, I, I I just see a lot as like, especially because before, like whatever I, I, before I'd worked out, mm-hmm. I didn't move a lot. I had an office job. Mm-hmm. I probably had 2000 steps a day, maybe, maybe yeah. 3000. And that's a lot of people like they just, And then I ate whatever I did, but I think the biggest change wasn't necessarily if I didn't change anything about my diet or anything. And I just started working out. I think it was for a lot of people. I think it would massively change. Mm-hmm a lot of people's lives if they just you know like you said three days a week now mm-hmm. if you want to see better like uh like results you change your diet as well like you yeah. say like maybe then even just small changes i know a lot of people we were talking about this before just like 
how like people are like, oh, aspartame's so bad, Diet Cokes, they're, they're worse than regular Cokes. Like, dude. Yeah, but once again, if the difference between you losing 20 pounds and keeping 20 pounds is just Diet Coke, then fucking chug all the aspartame in the fucking world because I guarantee you any potential detrimental effects, which there are none unless you're literally <laughs> drinking 36 Diet Cokes. I'm not even kidding about that number either. You would literally have to drink 36 Diet Cokes to get to a toxic or lethal dose I, I over say, like I, forever I, to dude. see any kind of health detriments. <laughs> Some people do drink a crazy amount of Cokes a day. Yeah, but but like like, not that many. Have have you ever, have you looked at the World Health Organization, like list of potential carcinogens and like where, oh oh, yeah, dude, it's everything. The outside, like red meat's like up there, like legit. Yeah, they they can, aloe vera, the outside air, they literally consider a talk or like a, a, the sun (laughs) yeah i'm not even kidding like that's literally what they put aspartame in with and then like if you literally look up the um the amount of aspartame in a diet coke and then do like the methadol or do the equation to figure out how bad it is for you like i said you would literally have to drink like 36 a day for like my height and my size and like a lot of people are probably around my height and they're probably a little bit heavier than me so like you could drink more you will be fine you will never get to a lethal dose um uh, yeah, saturated monounsaturated fats aren't a big issue. Uh, polyunsaturated fats are in almost everything, and they're highly prone to oxidation. Yeah, that, that's. I think you're getting caught up in the mechanism, Phobes. Um, you when you look at the human outcome data with polyunsaturated fats, um, we don't like. They've even done like tissue examples where they literally like cut tissues out of people that um have had higher polyunsaturated fat diets. Al and I talked about this last episode. Um, and what they found is actually like they're they're good for you. Like the polyunsaturated fats actually lower your chance for atherosclerosis. So like, like I said, if you look up a lot of stuff that Alan Flanagan has done, he has covered this stuff extensively. I used to be on the same train as him. Like I used to be completely against seed oils. If you would even looked at my podcast back in the beginning, I was still pretty anti-seed oil, but I mean, the, the data is just overwhelming in favor of seed oils. Like they're actually good for you. And so uh, uh, good. And the thing is like, I feel like there's, there's a point where it be, like, there's like a, hey, I I would rather, just in general, would rather have extra virgin olive oil because I think I want. Well, yeah, that that one's good for you too. But like people freak out and, about canola and, and soybean. The, think, yeah, and what I think there is is like there's a like a I prefer, and then there's like I fear, like I'm actually afraid. Like mm. I I think this thing is like actually so terrible for me that it is killing me, and I think yeah. that's where like a lot of people like, it kind of gets lost because. I prefer extra virgin olive oil. I prefer avocado oil. I just think yeah. I like one extra virgin olive oil. I think tastes better. Like it's just yeah. I don't, olive oil. It does like the whole point of the seed oils was they have zero taste and they were just really high um, smoked. Uh, their their uh, smoke uh, point is just crazy high. So you could mm. fry, you could uh, saute, and a lot of these things, and they would add no flavor. So you could just get the flavor of just the the yeah. protein or whatever you're doing that was the whole point and also the other point i guess is like they probably had like a fucking ton of it after yeah. uh it, it's a, it is a byproduct of like other things so they get they could take it and they yeah. can uh use it so it's just kind of like capitalism at work whatever well so like what one thing that uh, that does bear talking about when it comes to the seed oil stuff is that like it does add to caloric excess and that's where people get fucked up when it comes to sugar and to seed oils is that like if i laid down a piece of you know just raw chicken breast in front of you cooked it it you wouldn't enjoy it at all but yeah. okay so now you know you get the flour with some sugar in it and you know you get some barbecue sauce and then you fry it in some oil 
you're going to add a fuck ton of calories that taste absolutely phenomenal. And then guess what? You don't want to stop eating that. So yeah. that is where people get fucked up about this. It's, it's, it's not necessarily the foods themselves. It's just the fact that like this shit tastes fucking good. I'm going to keep eating it. It's like, thing happened that's like, the problem with like MSG. MSG mm -hmm. is probably one of the most studied, uh, like, because there was such a huge panic about mm -hmm. it back in like the, what, yeah. the 80s or 90s that mm -hmm. they studied the fuck out of it. They were just like, mm -hmm. okay, so, and what they found is, and even like, if you like, I remember listening to Bobby Parrish and he like, even, mm -hmm. even those guys that are even on the crazy end of like, don't eat, they have to, Naturals, they have to admit yeah. that MSG technically is not bad for you. It mm -hmm. just is a flavor enhancer that is used in a lot of ultra processed foods because mm -hmm. it makes you eat, want to eat more. And exactly. so, well, that, that's where people get fucked up. And so like the actual MSG itself is not, it literally has almost zero effect on you. Like it just makes you want more of the certain things. So that even the people that are on the craziest end of this admit that, that like, if you listen to it, it's really funny because they'll be like, oh, there's MSG in this and you don't want that. It's like, but, and, the, and then they do, if they ever go to explain it, they say, because it makes you just want to eat more and more and more. And honestly, mm -hmm. dude, if you want to like, really like enhance, like your home cooking, get some MSG, throw I've it on that, that before, shit actually <laughs> and it really dude you can really like change the, like like I, I bought something like if you really just want to change like hey i like chicken and like it's it's how can i make it better i swear to god just take a pinch of msg throw it on uh -huh. there with your salt and it makes it taste so much better and like it like and so and there's a lot of things like that that like even like with sugar like sugar is mm. like we, we as because it is so calorie dense we mm. adapted to like seek out sugar because it was so calorie dense yeah. that we could eat it and like mm -hmm. it one it tasted very good and like we yeah. but it also was it's very so we could use it to survive longer right uh, but now like you said it's it is very calorie dense so whenever you do use it it's one it tastes very good but it also is increasing your calories by a ton and on yeah. and like and you can do it very easily like dude i <laughs> I, Elizabeth, uh, my, my wife was, uh, she was sick. So she asked me to, uh, I was at Walgreens getting her some, uh, just getting like some medicine stuff. She had went to the mm -hmm. doctor, so they tried some antibiotics and I was like, you want anything else? She was like, I need something cold to drink. And I was like, okay. So I went by and I picked up like a body armor and mm -hmm. I was on the way home and I just looked at it and it was like, it was one of the bigger bottles, but it was like 48 grams of sugar in the bottle. And I was like, and I said, I saw for the thing, it was like 350 calories or something. I can't remember off the top of my head, but it was like a ridiculous amount for a sports drink. And yeah. I was like, this is like 48 grams of sugar. Just drinking. That's literally it. over 10 teaspoons of sugar. I it's, think that's like 12. It's crazy when you think of like, yeah. I was like, that is insane because they do have, they have body armor light and body armor light has like aspartame in it or whatever. Zero yeah. grams of sugar, zero calories. <laughs> yeah. You're telling me there's not a huge difference. Like, and, and it's a sports drink. It's what people like, even if they're like, I'm not gonna drink Cokes. I drink like Gatorade instead. I drink you know, a body armor. I drink and like, it's a huge difference. And it's all based upon just usually just sugar because it well, it's... okay, so do you know how many guess how many calories are in a pound of strawberries? Oh, it's probably like because strawberries have so much sugar in them too. I mean, a pound fuck no 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 you you I, you're gonna be surprised when i tell you the answer to this how many calories are, or how much sugar is in a uh, how many calories in a pound i'm gonna say 1200 calories or 
<laughs> a pound of strawberries is 140 calories. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> well, because the, what, what are fruits mostly made up of? Fiber and water, right? Oh, so that's true, yeah. yeah, so you start thinking about, like, if you dried them out, then probably a pound of dried out strawberries, dried out mango. Yeah, if you ever look up the then, dried out, yeah. yeah. You dried yeah. out oh, bananas but, and stuff, like yeah. that shit, like dried out apples. Oh, it's like, so it's, good, though. <laughs> yeah, I love them, dude. Like, yeah, I love dried mango. Dipping yeah, dip okay. chocolate. Mm. Oh, yeah, but like, okay, so... This is the comparison I always use for people when I'm talking to them about like diet pop versus regular pop is that like a, a can of Coke, right? Like I have a, I could probably pull out a, a can of diet pop right here. So like, basically if this was like a regular can of Pepsi, this would be 140 calories, right? You could drink this in no time at all, but literally the same amount of calories that would be in that can is the same amount of a pound of strawberries. So think about just drinking a pound of strawberries like that. And like, imagine the satiation difference between those two things. Yeah, like it would be insane. Um, you were talking about MSG, and it, it just reminds me. I always tell people about this uh, chicken. I actually told a uh, Luke and Typo about this. Uh, let me see here. Have you ever seen this stuff in like Walmart, Costco, or anything like that? Real good. I don't think I've. Oh wait, yeah, I think I have. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, look at the fucking macros on this stuff. Let me. Like can I zoom like... in? Oh, dude, it's so. But like. The macros are beautiful. Let me see. Is that? Kevin no, Brady says here. people still think MSG is bad. Much of it was racist rhetoric from a doctor that got a headache from Asian food. One hundred percent, dude. Yeah. Look up the if you look up the history of MSG, mm -hmm. it is so fucking funny. Like cause it literally was mm -hmm. like a guy got a headache from it, and he was just like, "All right, I gotta just study this." And he was just, and he just made it up. He just made up shit. It's yeah. actually yeah. But look at these fucking macros: two grams of fat, four grams of carbs, twenty three grams of protein for literal fried chicken. So good. That's crazy. Okay, so so hold on. I, I guess while we're already here, MSG. Do, do you ever um, I, another one is I would it honestly it would be great to talk to Alan about is cholesterol because it's something cholesterol. That, it's something that my my wife has. She'd be like, "That's so much cholesterol in it. That's gonna be bad for you." And I'm like, "Listen, the studies behind cholesterol and even just like there's different people have the, like look at Asians. They have they have a yeah. very high cholesterol." diet mm -hmm. just well cholesterol in doesn't always mean cholesterol out so like they removed the dietary guidelines from cholesterol is my understanding back in 2015 but like the saturated fat is still like of concern if you're eating too much yeah so like like i said um alan i think his recommendation is like no more than 12 percent of calories per day from saturated fat i think is like his recommendations but like once you start getting to 15 to 20 percent it's just then you can raise your LDL, which a lot okay. of people do kind of wave their hands about the LDL stuff, but like they've done Mendelian randomization trials. So basically like Mendelian randomization is like where they take people of like a certain genotype. And what they found is like people with like the same body type over like their lifetime, the people who have higher LDL over the lifetime, all factors being the exact same, no matter what, always have more heart attacks. And like really? this has been very, very well studied. So yeah, like Alan in some of the podcasts I think I sent you when he was on the proof, um, he he's very, very certain of like the research that like yeah, if your LDL is high throughout your lifetime, because it's like a lifetime exposure. So like if you have low LDL for most of your life and then it's high, it's not a big deal. But like if your entire life your LDL has stayed high, then you are at disproportionate risk of having um, CVD. Yeah, um, these people. I, I just I yeah. Good. Yeah, the same with like cholesterol. It's like I just think that the, it is very. It was it was another one of those ones that was very very like demonized for a long yes. time. Like that right. seemed like it. Like now they look at it and they're like, 
Yeah, like you said, the LDL. If your LDL is high mm-hmm. for your lifetime, you'll have a higher cause. Like with, uh, with yeah. but but like honestly, most of the cholesterol, like it's really th- to freak out about it and like to get be mm-hmm. like, oh man, high cholesterol and that thing. It's like, listen, it's really not that big of a deal yeah. because most of it, you know. It's just weird how like that sodium was another one that's been like, mm-hmm. like another one that the, like with Asians they have a very high sodium intake, like extremely yeah. well, high. Well, okay, so like it's really interesting when you start talking about like East Asian populations because yeah, that's the, true. The, 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 it's like these people actually have like a very low personal fat threshold. So like I don't know how familiar with like body fat set point theory, but like so basically yes. like Asians like me and you could probably get fat as fuck. Yeah. And like, we'll blow up, but like Asians could stay relatively lean, but they're like point where their fat cells will start rejecting the fat that they intake is actually a lot lower than like yours or mine. So like I'm Polish and Czech and Italian. So like, once again, if you look at most of my family, they're very obese. So like they could get very, very fat. Whereas like Asians will stay relative, like they'll probably get to like my size on like a real bad bulk and uh, their, their fat will start pouring over to their viscera and then, you know, start causing all the fucking issues that they're seeing at like a much lower weight than I would, because once again, their personal fat threshold is so much lower. So like, it's actually differs race by race by race. Well, I was, uh, there's a great, uh, Dr. Matthews hotel did a, I was watching the other day. Uh, he did one with, uh, what's his name? His, um, Big black bot builder that uh, he's uh, juiced. Uh, I can't remember his name. It's going to Johnny. Afuad. Uh, Johnny Shreve. Johnny Shreve. Yes, Johnny Shreve. Oh, he I did. love Johnny. Yes, yeah, he's, he's awesome. Great. He's great. So they did. A, and they, he was like, what are the differences between mm-hmm. it for bodybuilding between the races? And so he went like he went by big three. And actually, I never realized there was actually the the the, the actual uh, nomenclature for the three main races, which is uh, Caucasoid mongoloid and negroid is the legit the, the oh three. I know that. yes it is the yeah. he was and he was like he was like he was like these are the actual he was like that's the three the big main three that they mm-hmm. have and he was like mongoloid is your asian he was like basically you're all your asian negroid you're african and cauc- caucasoid obviously like you're white you're white europeans like, yeah yeah and he was like the thing with he said mongol he said the asians he was like <laughs> <laughs> dude hey, Hopefully it, not. it is it is a very scientific nomenclature it is i am 100 yeah. but he was like um he said like for some reason he said and maybe it's something to do with the body fat he was like asians can get yeah. very very lean he was like it is yeah. something within them he was like they they he said some of the leanest guys on stage usually are the asian guys because they can get very lean he said mm-hmm. but he was like, they also have like um, problems with like getting a ton bigger. Like he was like, they have problems with actually like gaining like a lot of muscle. He said yeah. they have a problem. Like he was like, they, uh, especially with, he was like with their glutes. He was like, they just don't, he said, they'll still have the striations. They'll be feathered as fuck. He said, they just mm-hmm. don't get the big glutes with like the, you yeah. know, like the, uh, like the black competitors or the white competitors. Mm-hmm. He said, they also, he was like, and he said, there is something to, each race has a little bit different other body type. He was like, yeah, uh, like with he's like with fat. He was like he was the like, same thing. He was like, um, because of like you know the black people because they're a very hot climate. He was like yeah. their actual. He was like you see the black guys on stage, very very rounded and like bubble looking. He was like because that is something from yeah. like he was like because 
that was their body trying to get heat out by being as like as most area as possible. Whereas yeah. like whites and, and the Asians, they don't quite they, get the same cap belt look. No. And he's like, or right. bubble look here. Like their chest, their, their yeah. thighs, the very bubbly. Look at Ronnie Coleman. He looks like a fucking, I mean, it's just, Oh yeah. It looks like the fucking Michelin man. <laughs> whereas like, whereas like if you look at like somebody like, you know, like Jay Cutler, he looked a lot like, it's not necessarily like solid. He was like, he looked solid. Dense. Like, yes, he had like a big waist too. Yes. And he was like, yeah. and it's because like, uh, they were in colder climates. So their Oh yeah. So basically to, like that density wanted to maintain, wanted to maintain the close. heat. Wanted, and he was yeah. like, same thing with like, uh, he was like, if you look at torsos, he like torso size versus mm-hmm. like legs, he was like the, um, the ones with the bigger torsos were usually the whites and the Asian because their mm-hmm. bodies were trying to keep in heat close. He said, but like the, uh, Africans, he was like longer arms because it, the body yeah. can, can, it was, it was very, it was very cool to like, to see the differences. He was like, listen, it doesn't mean like this is on average. This is just like, yeah. he's it like, doesn't mean yeah. better or worse. It's just the fact that like we should be, it, it, it's so weird because like when you start talking about differences between races on average, people just lose their fucking minds. But like, they, because they don't understand on average, they don't understand yeah. what the, well, they don't understand. Well, like, yeah, they, they can't understand that. Like, hey, uh, you and I are both like probably European descent, right? Because yes, we're both yeah. white. So like, therefore, you know, when you talk about IQ distribution or the yes. way that our bodies may develop, like, yeah, there's gonna be differences. But I mean, you're gonna see dumbass fucking white people. You're gonna see dumbass blacks, and you, you may even see some fucking dumbass Asians. That's just the way that it is. <laughs> but then you're gonna see some fucking geniuses in all of these fucking yes. groups as well. But like you know, if you look at probably like a lot of the Mister Olympias, like there's a ton of fucking black Mister Olympias. Dude, there's it's a crazy. ton of white fucking Mister Olympias. Like I think Ronnie Coleman was the number one who won eight. Uh, um, no, you also have you also six, have uh, right after um, right after Ronnie was um, was it Jay Cutler? No, Jay Cutler won two uh, or one. Okay, you, you won two or one. No, it was um, it's gonna bother me now. He won. Oh, he won the most. Um, Fuck, he was right after Ronnie. He won, he won the most ever. Uh, Phil Heath? Yes, Phil Heath. Yeah, yeah. He won like, okay. like a crazy amount. On. And then you also, you know, you know, and it was a lot of the people's like uh, favorite competitors ever were black dudes. Like it was just something that yeah. they just like they just won. Oh, no, no, no. Hold on. Lee Haney. Yeah, the Lee record, Haney. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Yes. The, the record uh, number of wins is eight, and that has been achieved by two men, Lee Haney and Ronnie Coleman. And yep. they both look fucking incredible. Crazy. Ridiculous <laughs> physiques. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they were like freakishly fucking huge. And, and, but it is something like it is, it's weird. And I was glad, I was glad that like Dr. Mike talked about it very, very mm-hmm. candidly with, uh, like I said, with Johnny and like Johnny's black. Johnny's huge. If you, if you yeah. go, go watch Johnny's videos. He's great. He's, he's, amazing. I'm pretty sure they're both like manlets. <laughs> like, yes. Mike is I think is like five, six. And then Johnny Shreve is like five, eight or something like that. Like, I'm pretty hey. sure they're not that tall. Uh, <laughs> I'm five eleven, so <laughs> five eight. <laughs> but yeah, it, and it, it was just really cool to hear about. Like, listen, on average, like this is what happens. Like, this is why because he was talking about like the thing. Uh, <laughs> he was like, "Is there something to like that extra like uh, muscle in there, like calves?" Mm, he was like, okay. "Not necessarily." He said, "But he said a lot of black people on average have higher calves. Their uh, most of their calf is made up. Oh, of, their insertion is a little bit higher." It's crazy. He's like, most of yeah. it is is like uh, tendon. He was like, it's just because way higher. He said, so they have a, uh, yeah, a really hard yeah. time like developing their calves, whereas Asians have really like low 
and they're like diamonds already. He was like, he was like, mm. he, he kind of made a joke. He was like, you go to like any Asian restaurant, look at like your Asian lady uh, servers, like calves. Mm. He was like, they're diamonds, dude. He was like, they look if, like if fucking... I could, if I get like my leg up high enough, I chew my calves. But like, it's funny if you look at my calves, like my calves, even when I was two hundred fifty pounds, were insanely defined and fucking huge. And like now it's the same deal. It literally looks like a fucking diamond. But like if you look at my mom, my mom is a five four fucking Dago woman and her calves look the exact same way. I swear to God. It is something it's fucking that, crazy. Dude, I, I dude, I, I it's something I actually was I actually watched a Mike uh video on calf, like actual yeah. calf, like because I was like, I don't care what it is. I'm not going to be the I'm meme. I'm doing it. <laughs> I'm not going to be the meme of like, dude, to go to the yeah. gym with Never tiny little calves. <laughs> I fucking, dude, I fucking hit the shit out of my calves every week. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, Kevin Brady said John Jones. Yeah, John Jones has zero calves. Like, it's just, but it's, mm. but because of that, there is, uh, it is very fast twitch and high because the high assertion and it's very, mm. very fast twitch. They can jump higher. It is just yeah. how it is on average. <laughs> like, it's just like, yeah. and like, and they can run fast. And like, it was, it's very, I wonder. I would like to see also. I don't know if he talked about this, in, but the difference in the uh, is it type one and type two muscle? Is that what it is, like fast twitch versus slow twitch? Mm. And the differences between the races and just like how how much of their muscle is comprised of a fast versus slow twitch, and how much sure. that difference that does make because you know uh, the slow twitch is an endurance thing, and even yeah. then it's funny look go look at marathon runners and go look at like the best well, yeah okay so funny enough maybe we could do a show with uh zach bitter he follows me on twitter actually and uh we could talk about um he's a world record holder for the what was it I, the i think he was the world record holder for the 100 miles and he did it in something crazy i want to suck i'll look that up but yeah he uh but he's like the skinny white dude. But like, notice how like a lot of black people were typically very, very fast. The guy so that, like everybody that ran the is, first... Usain Bolt. Yeah. Well, go look at the guy that ran the first sub uh, to our marathon. Uh, Kip okay. Yeah, Kurt, um, current. Hold on. I want to see this. Um, okay. Yeah. Zach Bitter crushed the 100 mile world record this Saturday um, with a, a time of 11 hours and 19 minutes and 13 seconds, a hundred miles. miles. His, do you know what his average mile was? It was like six and a half minutes. That's stupid. For fucking 11 hours. That's stupid. That's but, but it was crazy. Like, but look at like a lot of the marathon runners that went like mm -hmm. the Boston marathon, New York marathon, all these, like the guy, Kip Chogi, mm -hmm. like I said, he, he, he was the first guy to ever get below a, a sub two hour marathon. Which is, think mm -hmm. about it, that's like, he's running Dude, that's insane. slightly above a four-minute mile for 20, <laughs> for 26 but miles. But, like, look at Zach. Like, he's not, I'm sure no, he looks he's... good if he took his shirt off, but, like, he's he's a twig. Yeah, yeah. He's lean as fuck. <laughs> but it's something, like, just about, like, endurance, like, slow twitch. Maybe these guys, like, mm -hmm. it, there's something that makes up why marathoners are better at marathons, why mm -hmm. powerlifters are better at powerlifting, the yeah. genetics that are involved. But, uh, well, you think about a uh, half Thor Bjornsson, like fucking six eight, and he holds a world record for a deadlift at like eleven hundred pounds. Like that is something. Fuck. There is something legitimately crazy about the Scandinavian countries mm -hmm. in powerlifting because it is yeah. uh, per capita. They're the guys they have actually in powerlift, like mm -hmm. professional powerlifting, is crazy, like crazy high, mm -hmm. like per capita. It's it's ridiculous. I don't know what it is about. If it's something, yeah. I guess it has to be genetic. I mean, because I mean, well, you okay. Look well, at... you know what's funny? It, it just you just remind me. My wife. <laughs> take guess how tall my uh, my wife's dad is. Is he is he like Scandinavian? Is he like? Or... I don't know. I think he's German because his name's Hedinger, but he's six eight. 
fuck. He is tall as fuck, right? But okay, so now my wife, uh, when um, she deadlifts, like she had only trained a handful of times and she could deadlift over 200 pounds, like hardly ever training. That's yeah. Crazy. That's crazy for a woman. If you <laughs> don't know this, yeah. it's crazy but for I a mean, woman. But I mean, like she's, she's your height, right? She's 5'8", 200 pounds, like nothing. That's a women. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's something about like Eastern Europeans. There's mm-hmm. something really weird about also um, Middle Asian, like Middle Eastern Asian, Azerbaijan, mm-hmm. uh, Afghanistan, like Uzbekistan, Kazakhstan. These guys also go look at like powerlifting and like in the Olympics. Sure. All those guys are like from like these weird. There's something about like certain like I don't know. It, it's very weird because like. All the bodybuilders are black. All the powerlifters yeah. are like uh, East, Eastern European, or yeah. <laughs> like or So, you, have you heard of uh, Russell Orhe? No, I don't th- well, probably okay. haven't seen him. Okay, so we'll maybe we could wrap on this. Yeah, but we could. Yeah. Uh, My wife's gonna probably was, kill me. Uh, yeah, no, you're all right. Um, he's actually he's all natty, but um, like so, Greg Duchette had called him out because he said he was a fake natty, but like he showed him his blood tests and everything. He is in fucking sane. Oh boy, he's about to. <sighs> yeah, watch this shit. I, I forget how much it was. I want to say it was like this was like seven hundred pounds. Watch. Uh, Eighty-five, eighty-three kilo, yeah. kilo class. Okay, yeah, eight hundred forty-one kilo. Oh, Jesus. yeah, dude, he is not. He, he's not a big dude either. Look like at his quads, though, dude. Oh yeah, <laughs> but watch, watch a squat. It's so clean. Oh, nothing. God. <laughs> fucking like it was nothing <laughs> that's he could have gone like another 10 pounds like that yeah, was okay but they keep going up yeah okay, yeah so he let's, was like... let's go towards the end here oh no no hold on where's the last squat i, I want to pan oh so okay. that was his 841 was his total okay yeah yeah that makes sense okay watch like fucking nothing what is that like oh my god See, not even fucking faced. Hold on, let me, uh, I don't know if they say it. 320.5 kilos in the 80. 320.5 kilos. That's what, I mean, usually it's what, two and a half, about two and a half times? So around like a 700 something. 25 kilos to pounds. Uh, oh, what the fuck? All 716 pounds. At 83 Dude, kilos. What he, the where he, fuck? Here, put, in eight, put in 83 kilos, because that's what the okay. uh because that's what its weight was. 83. At 182. <gasps> Dude, that is the light. That's my weight. Putting up 700 on a squat. Yeah. Yeah, dude. When I was diced, I was like 179 at like 5'11. Visual abs and everything. There was no way in hell I was even doing anywhere near like a, a 400 pound squat. That motherfucker, and he's natty too. Like he is yeah. Because they, yeah, they have the, usually. Well, I was actually talking to some guys in a in a lifting chat the other day about like mm. in the high level powerlifting, how like they are tested, but what is like mm. the you know it depends on the, it's very weird. It depends on the country. Like very, it's, like, it's very. Oh, the mask, by the way, that, that was like 2021, if I remember correctly. Yeah, stupid, stupid shit. But... So I mean, he's even stronger now. So think about that. <laughs> but yeah, Bye, dude, guys, Natty, dude. I wish. Yeah, 700 pound <laughs> squat. Holy fuck! 
Yeah, it must be something about that water or something they put in the watermelon when they're kids. <laughs> <laughs> maybe they got it right with all the sugar and the Kool-Aid, man. I don't maybe the, know. <laughs> hey, they've been eating fried chicken. They, maybe they have the polyunsaturated fats. Maybe that's what they <laughs> all that fried chicken, dude. <laughs> you ever see, dude? It is so funny. If you ever, I, I watched one time. I saw. Uh, we can probably end on this, but uh, I was yeah. uh, I was in Sam's and I literally mm-hmm. saw it was like a black. It was like this old black woman. And like very huge mm-hmm. black woman and another black woman also very huge walking out yeah. of Sam's with I'm not lying it had to be like uh, no, 20 don't, gallons don't tell me. like 20 gallons of canola oil it had to be 20 gallons dude oh. it was like just mostly, <laughs> just the big ones just fucking just walking yeah. out and I was like oh Jesus Christ they're about to <laughs> they're about to fry <laughs> some shit up Jesus <laughs> <laughs> yeah brief y'all need, y'all need to wash, wash your, your shit. chicken wash your chicken <laughs> all right cool where can they see you wash your chicken yeah yes you want to see you talking about washing chicken go check out tower gang every wednesday at 9 11 p.m eastern uh we do a lot of fun i mean if you like the racist part that we you had in this show and zero part of the the lifting ch- talk or in the nutrition talk if you just want none of that if you want zero of that and all just racist and stupid bullshit Go follow Tower Gang. You can follow me at uh, Tower Gang Cole on Twitter. In fact, coming Dave, I just went fucking viral the other day for a, a Jew tweet. Uh, oh, for a couple yeah! of yeah, <laughs> I don't know if you saw, but uh, yeah, I there was I technically went viral for three because I gave top two uh, like ideas, and he yeah. went with those. And they those hit like gangbusters, like eight million fucking views. Right. And then I did one that had like nine point one million views. So I was the first time right. I ever went like crazy viral. But yeah, follow me there. Uh, we have fun. So. Nice, man. Well, we'll definitely do one again. Um, everybody in the chat, make sure you go check out Cry by Common Crown. The song came out yesterday. Um, it was nice to see my Facebook and Twitter get blown the fuck up over, um, you know, my band, which I'm pretty stoked for. And it seemed like a lot of people like the single. So if you like heavy shit, feel free to check that out. And if you do lift, listen to that. I promise you, it'll Dude, add you- like 500 pounds to your bench press. I promise. <laughs> Swear to God. Tried and true. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you could find me obviously here uh, two days a week. Um, I'm going to be doing a Sunday morning coffee tomorrow. I don't know what on yet, but I'll figure something out. Um, five till midnight with Bite and Bullet and uh, Adam Nutter and Sam Urban. Monday night at 8 p.m. And then Cognitive Vigilance. We have James Sexton coming on, which could be a really, really cool show. Uh, Thursday night at 8.30 p.m. I don't know who I'm going to have on. I need to get someone on for foreign policy stuff because it's been a little bit. And there's obviously a lot of shit going on over in that realm. So, uh, yeah, I think that's all I got. Cole, it was a good time and we'll definitely we'll do another you. one soon. Hell yeah. Next time the actual nutritionist will come on. So <laughs> instead yeah. of us two idiots. <laughs> yeah, no, I got I got some ideas. We'll, uh, we'll discuss it once we end the stream. So, all right, everybody, take care. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.